And welcome back to episode two of season two for Ecstatic Process. I am Miguel. I'm Leo. And we have a very special episode for you guys. Uh, today we're going to touch three different topics that we've been thinking about doing. Finally, we get to do it, obviously, with what's going on in the world. Everybody's too stressed, we're too stressed, paranoid, neurotic, and whatnot. How are you keeping up with this, Leo? It is a mess. It's day 21. Like, it's a mess. I don't, I'm over it. Yeah, we're, everybody's pretty much living day to day. Uh, but you know what? Just stay positive. Stay safe. Don't go, to the, don't go out if you don't have to, please. Social distance and um, practice what you preach. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, don't preach. Yeah. Okay, so today's topic, we're going to talk about... Um, oh, first, before anything. So... Mr. Trump, our president, is going to start sending us those stimulus checks on Wednesday. Make his pockets hurt. (laughs) If you're on TikTok, which I think everybody's been on TikTok since the shelter in place started, uh, that's a very famous uh, TikTok meme. So we're going to talk about daddy issues. We're going to talk about a little experiment Leo and I did. Uh, which we had already done it, but we redid it again because you know it's 2020 new era. Let's redo we did it s- like like four years ago, right? Mm. Yeah, because first it was the Chicago experiment, then we did the whole San Diego experiment. Yeah, and then we're gonna talk about friendship. How yes. far are you willing to go for friends? That's mm-hmm. uh, interesting. Living girl, okay. So daddy issues came up. Um, this topic came to us, I don't know what we were talking about, but... I think about growing up and, like, our relationship with our parents, our siblings, and then yeah. Leo mentioned, like, and that's I'm not having daddy issues. And then it, we just, like, kind of, like, snapped and, like, realized. We came to a full realization that, you know... Okay, so what does daddy issues mean to you? So... I mean, and we're going to give the actual definition, but daddy issues is someone who looks for a father figure and like an older man. So let's say you're out in the dating scene and like you don't care for people your age or younger people, but you actually go for people who are older, abusive maybe because you didn't even get that abuse from your dad. Um, just somebody who has like, a, how do you, how, what's the word I want to use? Um like a paternal figure. Yes, right? but also somebody who has like power over you, sort of. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of these people that look up, that look for an older person is because they want somebody to sort of like rule over them. If that makes sense. Right. How about you? Um, I mean, honestly, the first time I ever heard about this was um, probably from my brother, like with an ex he had. Mm-hmm. But I never thought about it. I mean, at the time, I was, like, 16 years old, so I was kind of like, um, I don't know what that is. But, I mean, to me, it's someone that, for example, I don't think it necessarily means that you're attracted to, like, older men. Because, I mean, sometimes I am. But I feel like it means that you're just, con- like, you just didn't grow up in a stable, like, family ship. So you're constantly searching for that figure to kind of, like, 
not guide you because you're already you're already grown but to sort of like take care of you and not in a financial way but like in a more like in an emotional way but in a different way <laughs> oh this reminds me i actually seen a movie on netflix like two years ago about this girl oh i can't remember the name but it was it was about a girl who had daddy issues and she fell for her teacher it turns out her teacher was just looking out for her because he had a daughter of that age who had passed away, but she took it like completely different. So this is the actual definition from Webster's Dictionary. Daddy issues is an informal phrase for the psychological challenges resulting from an absent or abnormal relationship with one's father, often manifesting in a distrust of or sexual desire for men who act as father figures. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. So, daddy issues. I've seen daddy issues. Well, okay. So first off, I've seen daddy issues be mostly manifested within women, to some at first. Okay. I've met a lot of girls that have that, but recently, yeah, recently as I've grown in my twenties and I've kind of been more hanging out with more members of the lgbt community i've noticed that that also exists personally i don't feel like i have daddy issues because i was fortunate enough to always have my dad throughout my childhood my teenage years um up until like i was like 23 so i don't i don't have it i think (laughs) yeah but it's i don't i feel like it's sort of like a I don't know. What about you? Um, what about, what do I think? Who has it? Or? No, do you have daddy issues? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, as you guys know, I grew up raised by my father because, you know, I had an absent mother growing up because, not because she wanted to, but obviously she passed away, which is almost 25 years since her death anniversary coming up, I think, next week. Yeah. A few days. Anyways. Back, back to the topic. Uh, no, so obviously I grew up with my dad. I've had a great relationship with my dad ever since. You know, uh, I could trust him with anything. And, you know, he knows whenever something's up with me. Therefore, I do not care for an older person. Even, like, somebody my age. It's, you know, it's, it's something I can't even date. That's why I go for younger people. <laughs> and that's on the power of a dollar. But, no, yeah, I don't have daddy issues. But, you, like you did say, a lot of, you know... The LGBTQ people, especially guys, they do have a lot of uh, daddy issues. One, mainly because, you know, probably their father did not accept them growing up because, you know, they were different. They were flamboyant, feminine, obviously resulting in being gay. Therefore, they go after um, uh, somebody who's a paternal, you know. Um, also, they say that, you know, um, like girls tend to go for guys that resemble their dads. And I think it's the same case with, like, gay guys, you know, like, going back to our one episode, our first episode of this season, how Eerie said that, you know, um, his relationship was, like, toxic. He would get, you know, yelled at and everything by him. And then if you recall oh, right. from our taboo episode, yeah. yeah, from our taboo episode and then last episode, how, you know, it kind of, like, makes sense for him how, and this is no shade to him at all, but, like, obviously it, it's kind of, like, it it fits into the puzzle, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, we are all we are all a product of our environment that we right. grew up in. 
So it definitely has a lot of, a lot to do. But you see, I feel like with um, like gay men, it's a little bit different because, for example, going back to our taboo episode, um, for example, our other guest, Marita, like she doesn't, I don't think she has those issues. Right, but I mean, I mean, yeah, you're women right. Women process it differently than a guy. So I think it's because, you know, women are just marginalized from the beginning because obviously they're women. So even their parents, especially in Mexican households, even their like their dads will look at them like in a I don't want to say degrading name sort of thing. But obviously it's like you're a woman. So you're, you're expected to wash dishes. Would you, you know, so they they look at you different than what they look at, you know, a guy. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's girls why, can wear jeans, cut their hair short, wear shorts and boots. Because it's okay, cause it's to okay be for a girl. Yeah, so but for a boy to look like a girl. Because you think that being a girl is degrading, but secretly you'd like to know what it's like. Wouldn't you? What it feels like for a girl. For a girl, but yeah. High <laughs> <laughs> <I> copyright. <laughs> copyright. No, but yeah. Copying someone? Yeah, I mean... I don't think I have those issues because I ta- I feel like growing up, I've noticed that I take a lot of traits from my parents, especially like my dad, like my work ethic, like certain things. And you don't realize that as you're getting older. And I feel like a lot. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of like people who have daddy issues almost resent their parents, too. So they hate them. Again, back to like the whole eerie thing, you know, how like he said his relationship with his dad wasn't like the best and, you know. He didn't yeah. really care for it. Um, yeah, and this is something that we've talked about, you and I saying, like, you know, our work ethic, we've learned it from our parents. You know, we can't be still for, like, a hot minute because we're already bored. We're looking for the next thing to do. We're looking to grow ourselves spiritually, financially, you know, ethically. Just make ourselves grow because that's what our parents, you know, also do. It- yeah, and I also think it has to do with the fact that since we didn't have those issues growing up, we're not, like, rebelling either. Oh, that's a good point. Because I feel like me and you, like, when we do go out, I mean, we have gotten into some shit, but we don't, like, like we're not, we're responsible. Like, we're, like, no, like, we need to, like, like, for example, like, no, I have you here, like, no, I have the work, work the next day, and I'm, like, okay, fine. Or like, no, we need to be out of here by 11 in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. like we party and we have our fun, but we're not trying to prove a point to be rebellious or, like, going out every weekend. Yeah. See. Or doing, like, drugs or, like, you know, bad stuff. Right. So, obviously, back to the whole daddy issue thing. Um, and maybe that's why we're not so into Lana Del Rey because, you know, we don't have that much daddy issues. Um do you think that's something you could outgrow in the future? Or do you think that that's just something you stick with for the rest of your life? Mm, I feel like you can outgrow it if you accept it. And you want to outgrow it. And like you if want... you come out of that denial? Yeah. And you yeah, and you learn to accept whatever is triggering. Like maybe if it's your absent parent, right. maybe reaching out. Um, you know, if it's a parent that passed away, then, you know, kind of learning to accept it. Um if it's someone that doesn't accept you, kind of learning to accept the fact and just kind of moving on and not resenting them. So, yeah, I do think it's possible. But the thing is, is that sometimes it could be too late and you've already caused a lot of havoc throughout your years. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. 
Good point. T. Do you think that, um, have you, do you know any people that have that? Or have you met people? Funny that you mentioned, I've never had any, I've never met any girls that have daddy issues. Um, I, at least I can't think of any. I do know a few, you know, gay friends that do have that sort of daddy issue that they look for that, you know, um, comfort in somebody else, you know, and they look for, they seek the approval of their partner or their partner to be, even like the moment they start talking to someone, they seek that approval of that person, which us as like, obviously kids, of like sons of someone, we obviously seek our parents' approval because we want to make them proud, right? Yeah. So from like- or we my, don't want to disappoint. Correct. So I think that comes in hand with like all these like gays that try to get into relationships. And so they like seek that approval of that partner they're trying to set settle with. And, and I think obviously it goes with the fact that, you know, gay relationships hardly last. And like, obviously you, they, they have to try extra hard to make it work. I think. Right. No. And that's the thing too. Um, people that the guys that these guys get in relationships with, or even in like heterosexual, heterosexual couples, um, I feel like the other person takes advantage of that situation and they learn to manipulate the other person or like kind of like not letting them ever leave them or like treating them bad or like saying like, you know what, I'll cut you off financially or like I'll ruin your life. So they have that grasp on them. Um, personally, I have had a few friends that I that I've talked to that do have issues. Um, I have a friend who. I'm not going to say her name, obviously, but she, for example, she's never had her dad. However, she right now is in like a sort of a toxic relationship where the boyfriend is very like possessive. He's very controlling. Um, like he's all like he it's just a bad thing. Like he's always like trying to see where she's at. Like they don't go out like they she can't go out by herself. Obviously, she goes out with me because he knows I'm gay and I'm not going to like try to sleep with her. But. And I feel, and she knows she's in a toxic relationship, but she doesn't want to get out of it because I feel that it stems out of the daddy issues of abandonment. So she holds on to him because she sees him as a very like strong figure because he's a hard worker and he makes money and whatnot. So I feel like she doesn't want to lose that stability. But I've told her, I'm like, dude, like he like stop, like he's bad. And she's like, I know, I know, but she, she knows, but she doesn't do anything about it. So she's messy. Yeah. She's yeah. Well, that's the tea on having daddy issues. Do you guys, any of you guys have daddy issues? If so, let us know. We will guest you in the next episode. In the follow-up. Daddy issues. We want to hear about, you know, what it's like to get daddy issues. Your experience. But yeah, no, I don't think I have daddy issues nor sugar daddy issues because I am independent. I don't need no man to buy me stuff. Period. Period. Um... I, I think a lot of these things, you know, with, like, daddy issues, also they look for that, like, um, rewarding situation, like, by getting stuff, like, oh, you know, um, becoming dependent of someone, like, being given gifts and... Yeah, but I think that's, I mean, that's a fine, that's a kind of a touchy not a touchy subject but it's like uh 
because you I, I mean you cannot like you can be someone without daddy issues and you can still be like a sugar baby i feel no because that's weird for me but i know i know but like you could still do that and it doesn't does anybody, necessarily mean does anybody want to be my sugar daddy or sugar mama <laughs> t send us in the dms so, right hit the dms um but yeah so that's that on daddy issues would you ever be a sugar daddy what um <laughs> if the if it feels right i suppose i mean you know how we have like our imaginary sugar babies <laughs> t um you know a pair of 18 year old kids adults hi madonna how are you they're just so adorable looking you know but would i be a sugar daddy probably not now maybe in the future who knows it would only be if like i mean i had like like more money like where it didn't really like make a difference but then check like are they with you because they want to be with you or are you just buying their affection like that's kind of like no but i feel like i would be very smart about it too like, I feel like, obviously, I'm not going to, like, buy them, like, a car or, like, a freaking design or everything. Like, I would, like, do little things to kind of, like, help. But I've I've kind of had that. Ex- I've never done it, but I kind of, it has presented, to, like, one time. And it kind of feels weird because you kind of do feel like you're in control. It's like a power thing. It's weird. How you just say that, buy them things here and there, isn't that, like, a relationship, though? Well, yeah, but if you're buying them, like, very expensive gifts and you're not getting anything back, then... It has me thinking. <laughs> Let me find out you've been a sugar daddy. Have I? Let me find out. But the thing is, they always, like, give back. If I give something, they give back. Precisely not in the same way, but, like, in other ways, you know, like... Well, yeah, I mean, you no, because relationships, you do give gifts and stuff, but I feel like a sugar baby is someone that you're, well, it's because there's so many terms, because some of them, don't they give them, like, allowances? Be my, be my, be my sugar baby. Oh, yeah, that's a bop. That sugar baby song, whoever wrote that song, genius. T. <laughs> um, no, I don't know, but it's... I feel like there's so many definitions of a sugar baby. So Well, that's that. that. If you're a sugar baby, hit our DMs as well. We want to hear your story. Do you sell your feet pictures for $50 each? Let us know. For real. We know um, it's an, a struggle. We're in a recession, low-key. Yes, recession. Uh, so our next topic. So we did a little social experiment because quarantine <laughs> had us crazy. For real. Um, so I... Suggested to Leo that he made me a grinder in his neighborhood, and then I would make him one in my neighborhood to see how many guys we could pick up. And it went like. A bit and it went like. A little bit of Monica in my life. <laughs> no, yeah. So Miguel was like, "Hey, like, we I don't know what we're talking about," and you were like, "Make me a grinder, me," and I'm like, "Fine." And then Miguel was like, okay, I'm going to make you one. I'm like, ew, no, like, bye. No, and I'm... he started because I told him how his neighbor's so freaking adorable. Oh, yeah, T. I have the biggest crush on his neighbor, who's like, yeah. how old is he, like, 20 now? Um, He's, like, he's turning 21 this year because I've known, I mean, I've known about him since he was, like, 18. Okay. So, he's really adorable. It's his neighbor. 
<laughs> I follow him on Instagram. Anyways, so he's like, oh, yeah, so I'll get on Grindr, try to find him. But I'm like, no, I think he has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So he made my he made my grinder over there. I made his grinder over here. I had a few matches. Oh, matches like it's Tinder. Had a few taps, a few messages. Yeah, some were wild. Leo got a really good looking guy here in the area. His name was. Can I say his name? Yeah, was it his the name, white boy? Jake. Oh yeah. He was like, he was like Asian, right? Oh, he was like white. He was like he was white cute. trade. And then he sends his dick pictures, guys. Oh. oh, I was shook. And then there's like 43 year old man sent his like dick pictures too. I was like pictures, and then. But then we were like, okay, like he has a nice like beep. <laughs> it was okay, whatever. Um, it was cute or whatever. <laughs> I had a few matches over there. I uh, this really adorable looking guy. I actually asked for it, told Leo to ask for his nap, which I told him about our experiment, and he blocked me. Shut up, you did. Yeah. Why? I don't know why I feel bad for the kid. He would have never known. I don't know. No, because he kept asking, like, can we hang out? And I'm like, uh, just so you know, I'm not in the area. You should have been like, no, Corona. Anyways, so, like I said, we made our, each other's pro- grander profiles and different. Like, obviously, I made his here where I live. He made mine in San Diego and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a social experiment. Uh, how many guys hit you up over here? Like, five, six? On on yours? Mm-hmm. Well, like, with your profile? Um, it was, like, a, like five or six. So, there was, like, a few taps that we ignored. Um, there was a crazy kid hitting oh, me up. Oh, yeah, like the seconds. one I told you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's weird. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I mean, it was, like, a few, a few guys, which, by the way, it kind of shocks me that there's a lot of guys on there that were asking to meet up when we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, you guys, like, no, bitch. They have no self-respect, no dignity, like, they're not even afraid of, like, HIV or, like, STDs, we know that because they're barebacking, but, girl, (laughs) they're not afraid of the corona. Girl. Mm Mm-mm. But, yeah, that was fun. Um, obviously, I deleted it as soon as Leo gave me his the password because, mm-hmm. girl, I just can't be on that. Like, I'll be on it for, like, an hour, and then I delete it because I feel so disgusting from all, like, the dick pictures I get and, like, all the butthole pictures. Ew. And the sad thing is that they don't even send it, like, bleach. It's, like, crusty black. Ew. So, if you're going to send butthole pictures, at least bleach it. Disclaimer. <laughs> No, I mean, I've had it here and there, but it's just, it's like I told Miguel, I'm like, oh, like, they're fucking nasty, dude. And he's like, why, why? And I'm like, because, like, there's just no substance. Like, they're just trying to, like, I don't Fuck. know. Yeah, but, and then Miguel made a good point where he was like, it's human nature as a male. And I'm like, I totally understand. But Yeah, he texted me out of nowhere. I think this is on Monday of this week. Yeah, and I had to call him and let him know like it's human nature, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "The fact that guys just want to bone down, like it's it's in the male anatomy. It's just like in our brains, I guess. Like some people just have some guys just have a high sexual drive, and I know Leo doesn't, and sometimes I don't. You know, most of the time I don't, but I know it's because I have like a low like testosterone levels. And then I told him like, "Well, you probably have low testosterone levels." He's like, "No." I'm like, "Have you got checked?" And he's like, "No," but like. <laughs> Maybe I do. 
Well, yeah, because when I used to go to the gym, I was, like, freaking horny all the time. Girl, because your testosterone's were, you know, boosting up. Girl, I probably have estrogen right now. Yes, come on, titties. It's just everybody's different, I guess. Uh, obviously, I've noticed that I joined Twitter, and so, like, I follow, like, all these people. And, like, they keep posting their nudes and, like, videos of them jerking off. Didn't like, someone get leaked? Yeah, that's tea. But, like, I'm saying, like, people are just posting it out in public. Not even for, like, OnlyFans. They're not even charging anymore. They're just, like, <laughs> here's my booty hole and it's glory. Or, like, hi, I got new socks. And it's, like, their whole body. Girl. Yeah. Or, like, hi, quarantine day three. And they're naked. Which, no offense, like, that's totally, like, do you, do boo-boo, you, like, empowerment, but it's, I just like... feel bad because I can't post a good selfie with this, like, roots growing in and, like, the side of my hair black. It's just a hot mess. I just wouldn't post that on the internet just because I just feel like... You can't post anything on the internet anymore because people will drag you. I posted a little snippet of me at Chick-fil-A two days ago and people were saying, why are you out? Uh, hello, I'm essential and I have to work and that was my lunch, you fucking bitch. <laughs> when I went today again, I didn't even post it because people will drag me. Which, by the way, me and Miguel both had Chick Fil A today. Didn't you have it the other day too? Yeah, when the last time you went, yeah. which was like two weeks ago, right? No, I went on Wednesday as well. <laughs> no, I only had it like two weeks ago. What do you well, get from there? I get the super spicy deluxe sandwich. Girl, that's With, the business. With uh, Chick-fil-A sauce and the barbecue sriracha? Mm, no, I always... I get spicy deluxe meal, depending if I want lemonade with a drink or no drink. And then for sauces, I get Chick-fil-A sauce and buffalo sauce. Because I like to put buffalo sauce in the sandwich. Buffalo sauce gives me acid reflex, so I can't have buffalo sauce because it has so much vinegar. And then I always tell them to put in, like, extra pickles. Sometimes they forget, though. I love pickles. Oh, my God, me too. And that's on um, supporting anti-gay establishments. So remove our gay cards now. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I actually went out today. Well, I went out there, but I went with my mom to Chick-fil-A. Just wrong. Huh? Does your mom like Chick-fil-A? Yeah, she gets the salads. So we went, oh, because we went to my sister's house, but we only drove by the garage because she made us food. Um, and so, okay, so we went to Chick-fil-A and my mom was feeling bad for the workers. She's like, pobres muchachos, ahí andan, ay, que el Dios los bendiga. And I'm like, girl. Oh, you know what? I actually felt so bad today because they were wearing, like, well, it's nah. right here. Yeah. And then, and then they were, like, directing traffic because the line was huge in that parking lot. They were directing traffic, and then the manager came out and got one in trouble. And I'm like, sir, please don't get him in trouble, sir. Like, it's tough. Sir. To sir, don't be fucking Nessio, dude. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Say her name, too, sir. Say her name. <laughs> uh, but Which, by the way, did you see that Rosa got canceled low-key? Is she going to get canceled, though? Well, no, they just found tweets. She was, like, 12 back then. T. Okay, but when I was 12, I was never saying stuff Okay, but T, though, thank God I deleted my Twitter when I deleted it, because God knows I tweeted so much nonsense back in the day. Hmm. You know. 
I would call people words. <gasps> they call like a knife. Words. Girl. So thank God I deleted it. And I mean, you probably have to work for the CIA to like retrieve all that. Those streets. I don't think so anymore. Remember that? I got someone else has your at now. There's a Russian. A Russian who's. He's uh, African American. He's, well, well, he's, Af- not, he's African Russian? Russian African? How would yeah. you say it? Afro Russian? Afro Russian. Why does it sound like a drink? I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so my old Twitter. Obviously, it's not there, so I have to. I had to, I had to improvise the L with the nine, but there it is. Just following a bunch of horny dudes now. Do you have a burner porn account? No, that's my that's my one and only account. Ew, I have a burner Twitter porn account. I don't post, but I just follow stuff there. Yeah. And same. Miguel was like, Miguel was like, why don't you follow it on your? I'm like, girl, because I'm on Twitter at work, like. I don't want shit to pop up. No, but this thing only pops up, like, after 9 p.m. Like, right now, if I scroll through it. Watch. Um, by the way, how are you guys... What are you guys doing right now to keep up entertained with, like, this shelter in place? Are you guys essential workers? Are you guys just staying at home, living off unemployment? What are you guys going to do with that stimulus check once it hits your account? What are you going to do with that stimulus check? Um, I'm not sure. We'll see what we do. Girl. I just want to, like, I just want this whole nonsense to end. Like, it's so depressing going out, seeing people with masks. Like, everywhere I go, people are wearing masks. It's, like, the end of the world. I was wearing mine. Look what my, my sister copped. Oh, which, by the way, we keep saying look because we're actually on a video call. And you guys will just hear the audio. So Sorry my sister that. was able to get an N95 mask. Oh, where'd she get that? I don't know. <laughs> it's top secret. Yes. So today when I went to Chick-fil-A, I asked Leo what's his address. Like, he's given me his address probably, like, 57 times. Yeah. And I never save it. I already saved it today. But I said, hey, what's your address? I'm going to send you something. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then I went on Postmates. And then, obviously, Postmates does not do it. Uber uh, Eats doesn't do it. Nothing did it. And then I was like, oh, I was going to say Chick-fil-A. But I guess I can't. But then he went to Chick-fil-A. And they that's what friends do. here. Who? Oh. Postmates. They don't? They do. Not Chick-fil-A. Really? Yeah. Well, it's because the Chick-fil-A is kind of far. No, Chick-fil-A doesn't deliver on Postmates, period. Oh, on Uber Eats, I think. Yeah, they do. And Grubhub. Or DoorDash. DoorDash. Which, by the way, have you used those services to your house? Uh, Only Postmates, because they're the only ones that deliver. You know how I live in the Goonies? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're the only ones. And then I showed my dad how to do it, and homeboy keeps ordering Jamba Juice. The sad thing is that it's connected to my credit card. He's so rowdy. He's so rowdy. The day he came out of the hospital, he literally is like, I want Jamba Juice. I'm like, okay. And then I was going to order it. Then I come out of the shower. Homeboy already ordered it. He's like, yeah, Vienna. I was like, um, okay. Speaking of dads, my dad just made a Facebook a couple days ago. How's your dad holding up with the coronavirus in Michoacan? Um, he's all right. I mean, so I called him the other day and I told him, I was like, dude, like, I already read there's some cases in the city, in the, the, the Pueblo. And he was like, he was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, they don't watch TV there. Like, 
I don't. He has a TV, but I don't think he watches TV. People and are then, so busy over there. Yeah, like they're just out in the wilderness. And he was, and he's like, no. He's like, well, I just go to the cerro, the animals, and there's no people there. And I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of safe. Right. But a few days ago, my brother gets a friend request on Facebook from my like <laughs> his name, and then he sends it in our group. He's like, what the heck is this? Him and we were all like kind of shook. And then they started, he, he like, the Facebook started adding us. And then we, we was like, well, call him. What if it's a scam? And I called him. He's like, oh, yeah, I did. Me lo la, the wife of one of the cousins. And I'm like, girl, like, for what? Look at your dad trying to be technological. I know. but What's next? TikTok? <laughs> yeah. Mexico check. <laughs> hey yo, Mexico check. But yeah, um, it's crazy out there. I just wanted to end honestly. Speaking of the delivery services, I've used to breeds and Postmates before this, but now the option for them to leave it at your door is kind of like weird. You know what I tell them every time I order food? I always tell them like, if I'm home, then I'll tell them like. Put it on top of the blue fiesta. I drive the blue fiesta. So mm-hmm. it's parked outside and they literally put my food on top of the blue fiesta. When I'm not here and I'm ordering food for my dad, I change it to put it on top of the red spark because my dad rides, drives the red spark. So uh-huh. it's so crazy. My dad's like, ¿Por qué lo arriba del carro? I'm like, uh, so the cats don't need it. That, you know, that's why I do it because, you know, there's a lot of cats outside. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it's definitely... Um, oh my god, I forgot what I was like to say. Um, it's fucking rowdy. That's what it is. It's rowdy. Um, no, yeah, I've used those services. Um, they leave it at, they can leave it at your door. The only thing that I don't, oh, that's what I'm gonna say. So I actually, because I haven't been working for three weeks right now, I'm going into my fourth week, which is almost like a freaking month. The last time I didn't work this long was like five years ago when I was unemployed. Like, which we went go. to New York. Yeah, remember? Iconic. Uh, so I was like thinking, I was like, oh my God, what if I sign up for like those services and I start delivering to make like a quick little extra hustle? Good. But then I was like, is it worth it? Like, ew, like I'm going to have to go to the restaurants. I'm going to have to be out and about. Like, yeah. My mom's going to get mad. Which I follow someone on Instagram, and they posted how much they made in a, in a week over there in L.A. And he, and this person made $1,727 with, like, 80-something cents. How much? In one week. Like, $1,720-something with 80-something cents. 900 $1,720-something. Yeah, that because everyone's using it right now. Low-key, the thing, though, is that I don't think I can do it because my job, it's, I would have to ask HR. Why? If you have a, if you get a second job and you still want to, if you still work there, you have to ask for permission to make sure it's not a conflict of interest. That's stupid. I know. Um, I I took off work for a week, and I couldn't do it. I just can't be at home. I was literally rotting. Rotting in the flesh. <laughs> I was smacking. Um, plus, there's nothing on Netflix. Casa de las Flores season three is coming up next week, I think. Three weeks? Two weeks? Oh, third. 
Uh, I'm excited. You need that. to watch Elite. Girl. Elite. Uh, he, 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 he keeps telling me to watch Elite. I'm not into it. Um, oh my god. That's how I was. Girl. It's a bomb. I ask watched, anybody. Ask, ask anybody, dude. I watched the Coachella documentary earlier today that premiered today. And I cried a little. It's funny because the Madonna fans were thinking we were going to get full performances of her show. And they only showed like fucking 10 seconds of it. Well, they showed her in the intro as well. And she was smiling and I was like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, and then everybody was like, oh my god, we're going to have it in HD. And it was like fucking camera phone quality, girl. Well, this is back in 2006. Well, and yeah, I, just, but- I hate the fact that she literally reused that same stupid choreography sheet for her concert. Her, her tour that year. She she's always so, that. She's she's so gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, speaking of Madonna, I watched Aladdin, uh, d- produced by her ex-husband Guy Ritchie, who likes it in the butt. <laughs> and um, it was actually a cute movie. Is it like cartoons or is it like? No, human? it's real. It's real people. And then this. I don't what's like insane? those. Oh, no, it was really well made. Like, I know I hate Guy Ritchie because he's like a freeloader mantenido, and changed my wow. mind. You can't, but he really is. But he he's a really good director. Didn't he do what it feels like for a girl video? Yeah, and that was good. Um, it's all right. It's not one of her best, and it's not a standout video. But it's like a movie. Yeah, it's cute. It doesn't go with the song because they even use the, the remix that doesn't even have the lyrics. But it's it just has the... You know what? That video would have hit Gang Bang. T. Yeah. Mm, kind of. Sort of. Beautiful killer, maybe. Anyways. Uh, you no, support... you should watch it. It's good. Uh, Aladdin, the guy that plays Aladdin, I can't remember his name, but I guess he was mad because he's not being casted anywhere else he's so cute and then i sent leo a picture of him he's like oh brahim vibes so brahim (laughs) is madonna's boyfriend after the split with guy sort of right it was like a rod then brahim no it was it was guy then it was jesus and it was a rod and then it was brahim but who but brahim was like the serious one yeah because they worked together like before mdna and then throughout all of the mdna era and secret and project there. Secret project. So like three years maybe? Two uh, years and a half. No, like yeah. Two, three years because they broke up right before she started working on Rebel Heart. Okay. High hyper high heartbreak city. Um what are you listening to? What are you into right now? The weekend high able. Um, I knew he was gonna say that. <laughs> well actually today when I was driving home, uh no, when I was driving with my mom, I heard the TikTok song, this one. Um, oh yeah, I'm a lonely bitch. No, it's like I know I fucked up. I'm just a loser. Should I be the the whole song is actually really good. Yeah. Um. So that's been like on my playlist. Um. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan's new single came out. That's cute. Oh, that's where you're going to play it, or what? You're huh? going to give us a little snippet of it? Yeah. 
pretty much the weekend's album has been on repeat like every day. I like that blinding lights. That's like I like that song. Ew, you need to listen to In Your Eyes. Oh my god, I will listen to it. Leo is trying to get me into the weekend, but I just don't. Which, feel by it. the way, you guys, I bought tickets for his tour in August, and if that shit gets canceled, I'm gonna be so upset because I've been wanting to see Abel for like five years. We're gonna get rowdy. This... Dude, imagine this would have happened with Madame X. Oh we were already anxious that bitch was going to cancel the show on us. The day of, we weren't even sure if she was going to come out when we were sitting there. The anxiety, you guys. I don't know if it was anxiety or how hot it was, but we were sweating in there. <laughs> A lot. Oh my god, and then I remember we were trying to get on top of the seats and then they kept tipping over. <laughs> Imagine what would have fell into the person in front of us. Girl. Oh, my God. A mess. Um, coronavirus would have definitely been an outbreak on that concert. Oh, because little, hot. little quick story to coronavirus. Leo wanted to go to San Francisco the weekend of Valentine's <gasps> Day. And we, we had everything planned. I was like, fuck, yeah. We I was were looking ready. for Airbnb. Yeah. And then, like, midweek, no, it was probably, like, by Thursday, I was, I just wasn't feeling it anymore. I was just, no, like, I don't, know. I don't feel it anymore. And then he's, like, are we going to go or not? I'm, like, no, I don't feel it. I feel it. I don't, I don't feel like it's a good choice to go. Well, this is the weekend that, like, probably the first case popped up, right, in San Francisco? Um, or it already popped up, I think. There was like one or two cases in Washington, but nothing in California yet. Anyways, um, we're pretty sure that if we would have gone, we would we gone. would have it. Yeah. Or if not, we would have been like really paranoid about like even like oh, yeah. slightest like cough. We would have been like, oh, bitch, I'm gonna die. No, yeah, because I think that weekend was like the. Second to last weekend before everything hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because we were, we, me and him, me and Miguel were like, had already planned that like, we were going to be at the clubs, we were going to go to this, we were going to go here, we were going to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. And girl, like. But in true Miguel fashion, I backed out last minute. Yeah. And which they, worked out because. Because right now you guys probably would be hearing us live from the ICU. No, we would have already been in the or career. the afterworld. T. Because Leo had pneumonia like five years ago. That's why I'm so scared, you guys, because I know what it's like. It's so horrible to have that. Like, ugh, gross. Yeah, he still went to go see Madonna sick. In October. In October. And my mom was mad she didn't let me borrow the car. Because, like I said, I was unemployed back then, so I didn't have a car. He had to ride the trolley to meet me downtown at a at a nice little cafe shop. Which is, like, a high-rise now. That was in a little, like, shipping container. And there I was with my Amish hat and a blazer. Blonde hair that back then. That was the whole vibe. Looking like I owned the place. And then I was like, Leo! Oh, Leo showed up, and then, like, we greeted. Then my friend, who resided in San Diego, picked us up, and she was fun. She was rowdy. She was so rowdy. She was so rowdy. Remember when she was driving us to the arena? Girl. Yeah. She was fun. I miss her. And then her friend was rowdy, too. 
we like rowdy people, but like rowdy classy, you know. But like row, so like we've hung out with rowdy people, but we know when to like kind of like keep a distance. Like we don't like too much rowdiness. Because, yeah. like, for example, like, when me and Miguel have gone out, like, we get rowdy at the club or, like, yeah. But then we, like, go back to our Airbnb, like, change into sweats and, like, fucking watch Paris is Burning High. Tea. But, yeah, that was a whole... I was sick and my mom was so mad. She's like, how are you going to go outside? But like, she, was, she even was like, you're going to get Madonna sick. And I'm like, girl. You could have. We were probably, what, like, 20 feet away from her? Yeah. With friends and family, FYI. With friends and, yeah, and we met Madonna's lawyer's mom. Mom? Mom? Yeah. Mother-in-law? No, the mom. The mom? Our mother-in-law, I think. But she was with us outside when we were getting our tickets because they were bringing out the friends and family tickets. And we were like, what is going on? And then she showed me the email from Madonna's like publicist. And like, I was oh, like yeah. shook. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. When we got to the table, there were, like, friends and family, and we just looked at each other and were, like... Uh, no, we walked up to the VIP one where all the stands paid money, and then we were, like, hi, where's where's friends and family? And they all looked at us. Oh, Why do we always make a statement when we arrive to Madonna's show? Remember, Madam X? Girl, heads were turning. That's just who we are, because we're rowdy, you know? Like, <laughs> Oh, and then we met her uh, dresser, the guy that helps her dress... Oh, Tony, yeah. Yeah. Which he was walking. He's prominently featured in I'm Going to Tell You a Secret. But yeah. I'm going to watch it now. I'm telling you. Oh my god, we should watch it one of these days. Let's watch it on Chrome. Oh, you don't mm-hmm. have a laptop though, so you could take it to your... And then my bag. thing doesn't have a disk drive. No, I say on Chrome because I could stream it. And then you could see it off of, like, a remote location. Is it going to be, like, potato quality? No. No, it's really good quality. i seen it. Like, i seen a movie with someone like that. Do you have the DVD? I do have the DVD. Oh, we'll just watch the DVD. Because we always reference that, by the way. Your soulmate we is always reference your the, button. We always reference, like, that's going to be my fans. I can't stop shitting. Can't stop shitting. Um, what do we always reference? We oh, reference. Okay. We go back to the kids. How cute they were back then. Oh yeah, Lola's. Like, and how we've seen them grow up, and it yeah. feels like there are like nephews and nieces. Oh, that's a whole vibe. But that's on that. So before I I, I let you guys go, I do want to tell you guys to watch the platform on Netflix, or better known as El Hoyo. Have you watched it, Leo? The what? El Hoyo. No, what is that? It's a Netflix. It's a movie. It's called The Platform. That's the English translation. It's it's so like mind fucking. I love shit like that. It's intense because you have to like pay attention. Yeah, to to understand it, and it, at the end you're like, what? Is it scary? No, it's just suspense. It's a thriller. Is it a movie or a series? It's a movie. Uh, is it in Spanish? Spanish? Yeah. Oh, Spanish. Okay, Spanish. Yeah, that's how Lee is. Spaniard. Espanol. That's Colombian, I think. What? Elite. No, Elite's from Spain. Trust. <laughs> I call bullshit on that, but okay. It's not. It literally takes some sp- place in spain really 
Yeah, they're all in Spain. Mm. Tío, uh, por favor. Oh, yeah. Also, watch Luis Miguel, the series, you guys. If you guys haven't watched it, I'm so, I'm, I rewatched it, and Luisito Rey is a fucking dog. I hate his dad so much. I tried. I watched, like, the first or second, but, like, it didn't, like, capture I wish they would have put Jenny's uh, series on Netflix. Which one? Mariposa de Mar. That was the authorized one, right? On Telemundo, yeah. They were both really good, actually. The Univision one and the Telemundo one. Well, the Univision one, they just didn't use the tracks. What do you think of the Selena remake on Netflix? Is it out? No, but what do you think of it? They're going to make um... it. See, that's a tough one because I just feel like Selena, the J-Lo movie, like, it just, like, set the bar really high. Yeah. Like, it's such a cult classic that, like, I mean, not even a cult classic. It's, like, a cultural, like, generational movie. Like, If you, you guys can, don't see my face right now? Like, you cannot be Latino and say you've never seen it, even if you don't like it. Let's be real. Like, our parents have seen that movie trust yeah i watched selena like seven times in spanish class one semester <laughs> really and i think that's where my dislike for selena came to be yes drag me cancel me i don't care i don't like selena anyways the song i'm hooked on right now it's called tin by daphne and then i also like a lot fizzy by uh swick and lewis can cut can cut oh nice it's edm Electro, my, you know. my two faves right now are <laughs> by the weekend. The first one is In Your Eyes. And then the second one is Too Late from his new album. So go stream the new album, which, by the way, it's the number one album in the country and the number one single in the country. Oh, look at that. Um, also watch Onward on Disney+. Plus. It's so cute. Uh, I oh watched it before everything went to shit at the movie theaters with someone that... I haven't seen in like a month, and Ooh. I low key miss this person. Who? Who's the love of your life? Who's the love? Oh. Beep. You could beep it actually. <laughs> I will. Yeah. Nice, interesting recommendation. All right, you guys. Well, this was episode two. Stay tuned for episode three. We promise we're gonna be more. Um, Honestly, with this thing. Yeah, it's just this whole thing going on. It's really hard to be creative, you guys. It's draining because all we see, all we hear is Corona, Corona. Coronavirus. Shit's getting real. I know. All right, you guys, we'll stay safe and we'll see you guys next time. Stay in, stay safe, pray to whatever you believe in, and drink a lot of water. Tea. Right, and bye. tea. Yes. <laughs> bye. All right, bye.